Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist, here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach, and trainer, Michael Lafito. Welcome, everybody. Michael Lafito, welcome to our podcast, uh, Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast. Uh, you're listening to this. You're watching this live, perhaps. Uh, feel free to Check out some of our previous episodes as well. We're approaching, this is episode 198, and we're approaching our 200th episode. We're really excited about this. You're listening to the right podcast. If you're an agent looking to work smarter, not harder, if you're looking to increase your average sale price, if you're looking to break into and sell high-end and luxury or differentiate yourself because you're already a luxury specialist, then this is the the podcast for you. It doesn't matter whether you're with an independent or a large franchise. And on this podcast, we have various guests from uh, producing luxury real estate agents to strategic partners to various association and, and groups that we think will help differentiate yourself, will help grow your referral-based business, as well as help raise the bar for the industry. And today's no different. Um, my guest, I'm going to bring her on and I'm going to read her bio. Uh, but just a reminder, if you have any questions for us, uh, feel free to shoot us an email, uh, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com, michael at marketingluxurygroup.com. And if you have a guest that you think would be an amazing uh, guest on our podcast, or perhaps yourself, you have a great story from mess to success or how you broke into luxury or something that you're doing to differentiate yourself, uh, by all means, please uh let us know. And again, if you're getting value from this podcast or a previous episode, please leave us a like, leave us a review on Spotify, on Stitcher, on iTunes. Uh, we'd greatly appreciate that. Again, my name is Michael Lafito. I'm the founder of the Lux Designation, and I'm the author of the book, Luxury Listing Specialist. You're listening to the Luxury Listing Specialist podcast. Again, you can check out previous episodes by going to Luxury Listing podcast.com, luxurylistingpodcast.com. All right, I'm going to bring Erin um, Morrison on and I'm going to read her bio uh, for you, but I have Erin there. Hi, Erin. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. So thank you for spending time with us today. And uh, this podcast was being released in July um, and we are recording this uh, towards the end of June, the end of Pride Month. And Erin Morrison has been in the property law and real estate space for over 20 years. She started her, her career uh, as a petroleum landman for oil and gas companies and then switched to residential sales in 2016. She's an accomplished real estate agent, a realtor in Austin, Texas, as well as an investor. Her passion is showing people the power of real estate and how it can create financial freedom especially in places like Austin, you know, instant equity over the last couple of years. Erin uh, is also an advocate and is very involved with the Austin Board of Realtors, serving on the Diversity Committee, and is the national president-elect of, president of the LGBTQ Real Estate Alliance. 
When not working, she enjoys spending time with her wife and daughter and traveling, hiking, working out, and trying out new restaurants with their friends. With that being said, welcome, Erin. Thank you. Thank you. Very excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you as well. And uh, for those of you that uh, did not catch uh, President-elect of the Real Estate LGBTQ Alliance, uh, and uh, on the screen here, I'm pulling up their their website so you can see it. Uh, you can go to therealestatealliance.org, therealestatealliance.org, and check it out. And we have a special promo code. If you use the promo code LUX22, uh, you'll save on uh, annual membership. So I want to tell, I want to bring Aaron in, and Aaron, tell us a little bit more about yourself, and and tell us a little bit about the LGBTQ Alliance, if you would. Absolutely. Um, so a little bit about me, you touched on it with my bio. I uh, live here in Austin, Texas with my beautiful wife, Sandra, uh, who is not in real estate at all. She's a scientist, so uh, very different. But uh, we live here in Austin with our daughter, Mina. She's five years old and she is my everything. She is the reason why I work so hard uh, and also why I advocate so hard as well. Um, like you mentioned, I got into residential in 2016. I made sure to align myself with other LGBTQ realtors in the Austin area. And in 2020, uh, the LGBTQ plus real estate alliance launched and I uh, became the Austin chapter president at that time. So I've held that title through this time. And uh, late last year, I received a call and asked if I would step up into more of a national role. And um, I answered that call. And, and next year, I get to uh, serve as the uh, president for the organization on a national level. So very excited. So a little bit about um, the LGBTQ plus alliance for people that do not perhaps know who we are. Um, <clears throat> we are uh, a 501c6 uh, organization. We are a nonprofit organization. 501c6 status basically means that we answer to a membership, uh, gives us the opportunity to endorse candidates, uh, but we are a nonprofit organization. Uh, we um, have three pillars we have advocacy, education, and celebration. We advocate, obviously, for fair housing as it pertains to those within our community, hoping to eradicate discrimination. Uh, we have education, right? We want um, all, everyone to uh, be educated on how you can work with uh, LGBTQ plus clients. Um, and then we also celebrate our own diversity uh, within our membership. So uh, the latest stats that I have were that we are 2,500 members strong wow. uh, right now, which is amazing because I know that you had John, uh, which was last year's president, on in January of 21. And at that time, we had just launched and we had 500 members. So we've My gained 2,000 members um, in a little over a year since you last interviewed John. So very exciting. Yeah, that, that's that's really exciting. Uh, again, I'm going to pull up the website again on the screen. Uh, again, you can go to realestatealliance.org, realestatealliance.org. You see it on the screen and you can see some of their sponsors and their partner program. Um, you know, the, the drop down menus, you got to join, you have an about, uh, find a professional. So there's also a database, right? So, you know, yeah. If a, a real estate agent or a consumer uh, is is moving to a new part of the country and they want to find an ally, they want to find somebody that's 
experienced and, and an advocate in the LGBTQ Alliance, that's a way that they can search to find a member. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is consumer facing. You, They have the opportunity to type in their location uh, and find any one of our members uh, to be able to serve them. And to expand, this is not just real, real chores. It's not people handling just the traditional contract, one to four contract a, a, of a purchase. This is lenders. This is inspectors. These are photographers, anybody, stagers, anybody that has their hand in a real estate transaction is a, can be a member. And so uh, for the consumers, if they're looking for a real estate agent, a lender, um, title insurance, any home insurance, they can look on here and find them. Architect, contractor, stager, Correct. Uh, notary. I mean, Correct. there's tw 25 uh, listings here or more um, by city. So that's, uh, that's a great tool right there. That had to take a lot of time, not just to build up to, but just to, uh, the website development and the time to put into it. I know that um, that uh, that wasn't uh, an easy task. Um, and uh, so, so that's very helpful. I appreciate that. So they're, they're advocate, educate, and celebrate. Advocate. Yes. So when we talk about advocate, tell us a little bit about um, the statistics and they're alarming. Yeah, I believe it's 20, 27 states. Is it 27? It's actually 29 states that um, do not offer protections to those within the LGBTQ plus community. So thank you for asking this because I think this is where a lot of people get hung up. Um, why is the why is there a need necessarily? We're not supposed to be discriminating against anybody uh, within the LGBTQ plus community, but there's a big difference between the Realtor uh, Code of Ethics and what is allowed um, on a federal and state level. So um, we are not protected on a federal level, and there are 29 states that do not offer protection. So let me expand on that. Let's say um, you have a uh, landlord that is looking for a tenant. He puts his listing on Craigslist. He can openly discriminate against anyone within our community. He can say no, you know, that he doesn't want to rent out his property to a lesbian couple. And there's no ramifications for that. There's no protection for that uh, with us. Um, so people that are operating and doing res or, uh, real estate transactions outside of real tours do not have uh, to adhere to that same code of ethics. So uh, there's definitely that discrimination uh, there that we need to, we need to continue to fight and, and eradicate. Hmm. 29 states and I, uh, Ryan, uh, who is a friend of mine and uh, co-founder and current, uh, what's his current title? I, I, I call him president CEO. CEO. Yeah. yeah, so he's CEO. Uh, you know, when he spoke at our uh, luxury designation event in Napa in May of last year, 2021, uh, that number wasn't 29, it was 27, I believe. And so there are two more states, it's going backwards. Well, it has to do with trans rights now. So the T is now 29 states, right? So yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I have on the screen advocate, educate, and celebrate. And so mm -hmm. uh, one of the, 
things that I'm excited about that Ryan shared at my most recent designation event that we had in Chicago is the Ally program. And so I'm going to pull that up on the screen. There's an Ally certification program under the education part of the LGBTQ Alliance. So uh, talk to us a little bit about, uh, about this. I am so excited to talk about this. This is the um, brainchild of a wonderful soul named Alex Cruz um, out of Ohio. He created this course in some states. It's actually a, um, you can get CE credit for it. Um, this program is to help those that are not necessarily in our LGBTQ community understanding the challenges that we as a community face so that you can properly represent us and stand in our corner. For, for an example, let me give you an example. Um, not a lot of people understand that, um, let's, let's use someone that is trans and they are perhaps, they have a name change. Um, their uh, identifying documents may have their dead name on there, but we need to make sure, and, and for those that do not understand what a dead name is, the dead name is the name that they went by um, or were given at birth. And when they transition, they're given, they, they give themselves a new name. So on their um, identifying documents, it will have their dead name. So it's, uh, but they have transitioned and they are wanting to be called by their new name. And it is very important as an ally uh, to, to make sure to call the title company. I'm sure you all know that at closing, you're giving a list of alias names, right? And uh, the title company will then, you know, uh, call you by said name as on your identification. It's very important that um, we have conversations with everybody at, in title and lending, et cetera, that we honor and respect this person and call them by their new their new name and not their dead name. Another example, uh, Bob McCraney brought this to our attention recently. Um, there was an instance where he was trying to uh, help his clients get uh, an insurance policy and the insurance company had no way of putting two males on the policy as husband and husband are two. They, they just didn't recognize it. So it had to be owner and tenant. And so the, these are the challenges that we are still seeing as a community. So um, this ally certification course is, is really great because there's things that allies may not know happen and it just kind of brings it to light so that you can better represent our community. Hi, it's Michael Lafito here with a quick break from the podcast. If you are committed to increasing your average sale price and you want to work smarter, not harder, then you want to check out LuxuryListingSpecials.com where you'll find out more information about the Lux designation along with some additional resources. Again, I'll repeat, check out LuxuryListingSpecials.com. And now, let's get back to the show. Yeah, that's come from a place of understanding and the more education agents have, uh, the better. And so if, if an agent is listening to this, they're watching this, uh, they want more information on how they can bring the ally certification course to their real estate board or to their market, what's the best way of going about that, Erin? Well, we do offer it virtually. You'll see it on our website. There are a few virtual opportunities. And if you would like to have this course, um, uh, Alex come and teach this course, um, feel free to reach out to me, uh, to Alex or anybody in our leadership, and we will help coordinate and get Alex to you so that he can teach this in person. All right. That's that's great to know. And uh, again, I'm going to uh, put your uh, 
your your website is Aaron Sells Austin. What a great URL. Is that the best <laughs> people to go to Aaron Sells Austin? Is that the yeah. place, best place for them to, to go and your contact information is all there, Aaron? Well, I think for when it comes to the Alliance uh, kind of questions, the best email address is going to be E Morrison at uh, realestatealliance.org. E Morrison at realestatealliance.org. All right. Perfect. Um, so we just we just put that on the screen there and E Morrison at realestatealliance.org. Uh, those are the questions to uh, push towards. Aaron, however, referral based, if you got a referral in the Austin area, oh, yeah, then go to the other one. AaronSellsAustin.com. <laughs> AaronSellsAustin.com. Um, awesome. So, so we talked about advocate, we talked about educate, we talked about celebrate. Uh, right. Tell me a little bit about what's next for the alliance. Obviously, we got 29 states, so that's more on the advocacy. I know Ryan, the CEO, is in, in Washington a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, and you tell, I guess, let, let, let me, before I go into the advocacy side of it, tell me a little bit about what the local chapter looks like. So you started the chapter in Austin. Yeah. Uh, how many chapters approximately are there across the country and where can they I, find out if there, there's a chapter in their market? Yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly don't have an exact count. I know that we're over 50 chapters. All right, uh, we are all over the country with new chapters launching literally every month. Um, I know that here in the state of Texas, St. Antonio is, is um, launching and uh, West Texas, I think, is about to launch as well. Silicon Valley just launched um, last month, or I, I believe. So we have a lot, every month we have new chapters coming up. So I don't have an exact number for you, but no, there's quite okay. a bit. Above 50. We're above 50. We're above 50. <laughs> right, that's great. And you're above 50. And if you guys go to realestatealliance.org, that's probably a good place to, to see if there's a local chapter in your market. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. And if there's not, reach out to us, reach out to me, reach out to uh, somebody in, the, in, in leadership and we will put you in touch with somebody in your market. Um, we will pre-vet, we will put somebody in, in uh, put you in touch with somebody in, in a market for you. Perfect, yeah, and again, you can, if you're not sure, you can always email Aaron E. Morrison at realestatealliance.org. Uh, and you guys have an annual conference. I was supposed to speak at it last year, but because of uh, oh. bump, the spike uh, in September, we pushed it, you guys pushed it back and you did a virtual one in December, which I presented at. Yeah. And of course this year you have uh, your big event in Las Vegas, September okay. 28th through the 30th. Yeah. Uh, that, that's gonna be an exciting conference. And, and by the way, uh, just like, and I, I like to address the elephant in the room and I like to make sure that there's no assumptions, right? So I'm a member of NAREB and I'm Caucasian, right? I'm speaking at National Association of Real Estate Brokers annual conference in August. I'm a member of NAREP and ARIA as well as the Alliance. So uh, there, are, there are straight members that are part of the Alliance. They're called allies, uh, correct? Absolutely. And thank you for touching on that because that's also something I'm really proud of is that over 10% of our membership are allies and it's just, it's continuing to grow. And the um, magnitude of what that means to us as a community, I just, we cannot thank our allies enough for joining 
forces with us. Our name is the Real Estate Alliance. This is an alliance of people that want to make sure other everyone is treated equally. It's not just a, an LGBTQ organization. This is an alliance of everyone that wants to see equality uh, and equity uh, for everyone, right? So thank you for touching on that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, at, at our event, Aaron, that I had in uh, May, our, our two-day designation event, uh, Ryan came out. It was, it was great. And during lunchtime, it was kind of like a fireside chat, if you will. Ryan and I yeah. sat down. It was a 25, 30-minute impromptu Q&A and just dialogue, kind of like you and I are having here. And, and again, uh, that's really important. That's why I'm, I wanted to have you on this platform, wanted to have you on, on this podcast. Uh, and as, as you mentioned, we, we, we purposely released this podcast outside of Pride Month. So we, you know, everybody is inundated and we want to spread the knowledge, not just in the month of June, right? We want advocates 12 months out of the year, allies 12 months out of the year. So we are purposeful with this because you said, hey, how about we release it in July versus, versus June? Because uh, you're, you're spread thin in, in the month of June, probably more so than than other months as well. This is a true statement. Uh, this this did happen between you and I when we talked about that. And I think it's very important that we have these conversations outside of the month of June. So, yeah. What does Pride Month mean for you, Erin? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> deep question. So, Pride Sorry. to me... <laughs> this was not scripted here, as you can see. No, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, pride to me ultimately means freedom. Um, I um, want to be able to... Uh, walk hand in hand with my wife and my daughter and not have judgment, uh, not be scared. I live in the state of Texas. Right now, it's a really scary place uh, for for our community in the state of Texas. So um, I want to have that freedom to be able to, to have a family just like everyone else and not have to worry about discrimination or adversity. Um, it's also remembering the trailblazers before us. It's remembering uh, Marsha P. Johnson, Stonewall. It's remembering Harvey Milk. It's remembering Jim O'Berger Bell, who made it so that same-sex marriage was legal. Um, so Pride Month is, is twofold. It's about freedom for me, and it's about remembering those that paved the way so that we could have the rights that we have right now. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Uh, so tell us a little bit about membership. Uh, some of the, the besides being an ally uh, and and part, I'm sure part of the uh, the annual fee goes towards advocating, right? And because Ryan's got to go to Washington, there's costs associated with people Absolutely. advocating. Tell us a little bit about what does membership look like? And and uh, you ran the Austin chapter. So talk to us about what uh, every chapter might be done a little bit differently, right? I'm sure each chapter leader kind of puts their own stamp on things a little bit, but what are some consistent uh things that somebody attending or joining a chapter could expect. Yeah, so this is another thing that we're very proud about is that um, a large portion of membership dues go directly to the chapter of which you have um, identified as your home chapter. So if I have a um, new member come in and they, they live in Austin, their, uh, a, major, a, a large portion of their dues come back to the Austin chapter so that we can have um, uh, bigger and better events, right? Um, so um, the uh, yearly 
membership due is $200 per year. Obviously networking, uh, we have a great database. Networking is great. Um, you could get that back in, in one transaction, right? And one referral out. So it's, it's uh, pretty nominal in that regard. Uh, but yeah, so as far as the, the chapters and how they're run, um, again, the wonderful Alex Cruz created our chapter handbook. Uh, it's it's wonderful. It literally is a plug and play as to how chapters are uh, to operate um, at, from a bare kind of baseline level. Um, so we do ask that they have four events a year uh, between networking and education, think lunch and learns, um, any kind of philanthropy kind of work. Um, they can have more, obviously. In, uh, in our chapter, we have uh, monthly um, networking events and then uh, bi-monthly um, either education or philanthropy events. Um, we do ask that the chapters have um, a board. Um, uh, odd number would be preferable for voting purposes. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, there, you can't have partnership 50-50. Somebody's got to have 51 or more, right? Exactly, exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, we we are um, the Austin chapter is growing pretty quickly. Um, we're really excited for our Atlanta chapter. That's our largest chapter right now, and they are having some amazing uh, events as well as out in LA. Anthony Bruin out in LA is has done a great job with that chapter as far as having some wonderful events. So um, I'd say for people that are interested uh, in becoming a member or at least attending one of the chapter events. Um, if you can attend an event, you don't have to sign up for membership uh, beforehand. You can attend event, an event, kind of get your feel, uh, your feet wet, and and see what we're all about. And then if you um, feel so inclined, we do ask that you join. That two hundred dollars is, like I said, it's nominal. It goes uh, a majority. It goes back to the local chapter, uh, and then the remaining part of it does go towards um, the advocacy portion, so that we can uh, have our staff. Uh, and and leadership go on these um, trips and speaking engagements. No, that's great. And by the way, we have a promo code LUX22. That's $50 off uh, for first time members. If you go to realestatealliance.org, use the promo code LUX, L-U-X-E 22, you'll get $50 off. Thanks to my good friend, Ryan, the CEO. And so you've really touched upon a lot of uh, really important information there, Aaron. You know, most recently I attended a, a DEI, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion conference put on by the Chicago Association of Realtors. They brought in speakers all across the country and our local chapter of the LGBTQ Alliance was um, a sponsor. And uh, they had a, a table there, which was great. Uh, and we're there to answer any questions. So uh, educate and, and I, I wanna have, uh, that ally program, that certification, I'd like to help steer hold that with the Main Street Organization of Realtors. So I'll follow you to figure out how to get that in-person event here. Awesome. Yes, yeah. that would be great. Yeah, I, I told Ryan I was going to do that as well. So uh, that's 
that's uh, that's exciting. So you got the chapters, you got the board. Uh, tell us a little bit about while well, I got you, Austin market is. The, tell me about the real estate market while well, I got you. Switching gears a little bit. Uh, I know it's been really hot. I've heard amazing stories where you know someone's buying a home for eight hundred and they're reselling it for almost double a couple of years later. But has it, are you seeing things cool off a little bit? Are you seeing more days on the market and some price changes where you haven't seen that probably before? Or? Absolutely. Uh, and if you're not paying attention to the Austin market, I mean, you can you can get whiplash here. Things are happening really fast. <laughs> okay. um, yes. Yeah, so over the last uh, 18 to 20 months, we saw a crazy, crazy market here where we were seeing um, hundred, $200,000 over list price offers, um, full appraisal waivers, um, uh <laughs> people offering trips to the sellers uh, in order for them to take their offer. People were seeing a crazy amount of equity in their homes. I think we saw 20% year over year, both years. So over the last two years, most people have about 40 to 50% equity in their home, um, which is astonishing. Uh, prior to everything that happened with COVID and then the mad craziness of the market, we averaged about five to 7% year over year. So the 20 to 30% year over year has been insane. Um, we are in the last, I'd say four to five weeks, we've seen uh, the market kind of hit the brakes, which is honestly, in my opinion, very much welcomed. Um, uh, I know myself as well as other professionals in, in, in my market have been saying for a long time that interest rates needed to, to go up in order to cool to, to slow things down right. now we've been going 150 miles an hour for two years and now we're going about 75 so it feels like we are going really really slow but we're still very much in the seller's market uh, as of the data that's out even up this morning i think we're so earlier in the year, I think we were sitting at about 10 days worth of inventory. And now we're sitting at about two and a half months, maybe two months worth of sure. inventory, which is still, most people know that a neutral balance market is five to six months worth of inventory. So we're still very much in a seller's market, but we're going 75 miles an hour and it feels like we're moving at a snail's pace. Sure. We're seeing homes instead of getting, you know, 61 offers in three days, we're seeing homes sit on the market for 30 days and that's a normal, healthy market. So that's about where we're at. We're not, okay. we're not anticipating also, we're not anticipating a crash. We're not anticipating prices to come down. We have seen some price reductions happen. Um, I think it was because when listing agents were speaking with their sellers about pricing, that was, you know, two months ago when the market was much different and maybe they put the home on the market at that agreed to price, maybe weren't paying attention to what was going on. And then, Oh my gosh, we've got to do a price reduction to, to try and get this sold. So we have seen some price reductions, but we're not anticipating any kind of crash or, or price or price value dips here in Austin. Oh, thanks for that thorough uh, details. Uh, by the way, uh, if you guys have any questions for Aaron, we have her for a few more minutes. Please type in your questions in the comments section. Uh, oh, hey, Mark. Mark from Naples. He's watching. Thanks, Mark. He's a, 
a great uh, supporter of us over the years. I appreciate it, Mark. We got to get down to Florida. Our course is approved for CE. We have two courses now in Florida, Mark, that are approved for continuing education. So we got to come down by you. And we got to get back down to the Austin Board of Realtors as well, do a training down there. So okay. you mentioned uh, buyer's market, balance market, seller's market. So those of you that are tuning in, again, a, a buyer's market is considered when there's seven months or more of inventory. And a, a, a buyer's market is when there's four months or less. Excuse me, a seller's market is when there's four months or less. And as Aaron mentioned, there was 10 days of inventory at one point. Yeah. Uh, and kind of a neutral or balanced market is when there's about five to six months of inventory. So overall, it's still a seller's market in Austin, but you're seeing days on the market increase. You start to see some price reductions. That's the importance of first impressions are even more important in a cooling market, right? Curb appeal, staging, neutralization, maybe some deferred maintenance items, painting, depersonalizing these things are really 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 important in a balanced or a, a cooling market you can get away from with them in a 10-day market right where yeah. you know people are buying at sight unseen but yeah. uh, sounds like things are slowing down a little bit yes yes all true statements all right good well hey i appreciate um, any questions for Aaron, any questions for myself, Michael Lafito, we have people watching this and listening all over the world. Again, those of you uh, listening to our podcast replay, you can always shoot me an email, Michael at Marketing Luxury Group, Michael at Marketing Luxury Group. And you can always join our, uh, check out our website, LuxuryListingSpecials.com to see where I'm speaking next. Again, uh, June 20th uh, and 21st, I'm be out in California presenting out there in the Sacramento market. August 3rd, I'm speaking at NAREB's National Association of Real Estate Brokers National Conference in Florida. We're really excited about that. And we have upcoming luxury designation trainings in 2022, uh, targeting Charlotte, targeting Arizona, someplace in the Arizona market, definitely back in Florida, Texas, and perhaps Atlanta. So again, my name is Michael Lafito. Uh, you're listening to the Luxury Listing Specials podcast. I have with me Aaron Morrison, uh, president-elect of the LGBTQ Alliance, right? President-elect, you, you take That's that, correct. you take on that. When does your uh, position officially start? It'll start in January of next year. At January 1st, 2020. Uh, 2023, man, that sounds weird. That, <laughs> so, and then the, the big conference is coming up September 28th, September 30th through September 30th in Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, again, you guys can uh, go to the website and you click on the drop down uh, tab. Again, the website is on the screen, realestatealliance.org. Uh, so it's over two and a half days. Um, and in-person event, there's early bird registration. And I think Ryan's gonna have me present at it. So I'm excited about that. Good, I'll actually get to meet you in person. Yes, we'll be able to meet in person if we don't see each other in Austin before then. But uh, any any uh, parting comments? Again, uh, the Real Estate Alliance, LGBTQ Alliance, advocate, educate, and celebrate. Uh, anything else that you'd like to add um, there's just one other statistic that I just wanted to, to put out there, uh, actually a couple. Um, for those that are interested in learning more about the Alliance and why we exist and why we're here, um, one of the stats that stands out is that um, 
when it comes to home ownership with uh, people that are outside of the LGBTQ plus community, that's at about 70%, right, on a national level. Um, with our LGBTQ plus community, it's sitting at about 49%. So there's a huge gap and a huge disconnect that we're hoping to, to kind of bring together, right? Um, the other thing is that we really want to focus on housing for all. This includes towards our youth and towards our seniors within our community. So with our youth, um, there's a, a lot, there's a, a hot political climate right now. And there are some states that are just not healthy states for our, for our youth to live in. Uh, and uh, they may not have representation uh, nearby uh, or any kind of uh, place that they can go to seek refuge. So say for instance, they um, have a family that does not accept them and kicks them out of the house. Uh, they can only couch search, uh, surf for so long. There's not a lot of shelters. Um, so then that puts them on the streets um, and puts them in situations that it's literally life and death and they end up doing things that are illegal. And it just goes down a horrible path. So we want to try and nip that in the bud from the very beginning. So we are focusing a lot on housing for all, for our seniors, for our youth, uh, and uh, getting that home ownership rate closer to the national average of 70%. So that is uh, 49% compared to 70%. And uh, especially uh, married couples, correct me if I'm wrong, the LGBTQ average household income and net worth is probably a lot higher than the rest of the country. Uh, is that, isn't that the case? I would, I would say so. And to expand on that, it has a lot to do with our history and how we've had to kind of survive. And, um, you know, before Obergefell in 2015, um, a, a lot of our stuff had to be handled uh, contractually um, as far as uh, making sure that we had wills in place, power of attorneys in place. Um, we were very smart with our money and very smart with how things were to be handled contractually so that we would be protected. So um, I think that has a lot to do with it, for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Erin, uh, I appreciate your time today. Again, on Advocate, Educate and Celebrate. And guys, please check out realestatealliance.org, realestatealliance.org. I encourage you to join. Uh, I encourage you to join. Use the promo code LUX22. Look for a local chapter. Get involved. Become an ally. I, I greatly appreciate your time today. And again, if you guys have any questions for the Alliance and you want to direct them towards Aaron, you can send her an email, emorrison at realestatealliance.org, your 2023 president. Uh, thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're absolutely welcome and look forward to connecting outside as well. Absolutely. Awesome. Again, my name is Michael Ofito. You guys, please check it out. If you have any questions, shoot me an email, Michael at Marketing Luxury Group, Michael at Marketing Luxury Group. And don't forget, check out LuxuryFridays.com, LuxuryFridays.com. Each Friday, unless we're traveling in the month of July, we are doing a lot of travel. Uh, we typically uh, do a live stream where you can ask me anything. We bring on guests. Uh, you can go to luxuryfridays.com and that top link will take you over to our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is Marketing Luxury Group. 
Marketing Luxury Group on YouTube. If you hit subscribe, you'll be notified when there's a live stream, when we interview people like we just had Aaron on today, you'd be notified of a live stream as well. And typically Fridays at noon Eastern, 11 Central, but there are exceptions to the rule if we're traveling, if we have a conflict. Again, my name is Michael Lofito. Keep raising the bar for whatever you do. We have people listening that are in the mortgage industry, in the relocation, in the staging, in the home inspection. We have people not even associated in real estate. So whatever you do, raise the bar and lift others up and make others feel good about themselves. Because remember, people will forget what I say, but they'll never forget how you make them feel. My name is Michael Lofito. Until next time, you're listening to another episode of the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast. Please leave us a like, leave us a review if you're getting value from this podcast or future and past episodes. Talk to you soon. Take care.